It might surprise you to know that I've never thought of myself as sexy before. And I have been called sexy my whole life or some variety therein, from bombshell to sex queen to poly goddess to pick a lane. And I never felt that way, not one single time. So ladies, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and let's take some notes. Because it's hard to feel sexy when you don't know what sexy feels like. This guy took me by the hand and he was like, what are you doing? You're sexy. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm corporate. (laughs) I had this idea of who I thought I should be. And I carried that in my bedroom. I carried that in my home. I carried it everywhere until I figured out who I was in myself, what my personal brand was so that that could translate to my bedroom and to my life and to my business. There is no way I could not have done it without this person. So if after listening to today's show, you want to hang out with us, by all means, send me a message. Destination life in this case is love your figure. You cannot wear lingerie and not love your figure. It's just that simple. So if you want to feel good, if you want to feel sexy, if you want to be the kind of woman that you know is aching inside of you, send me a message, destination life. But for now, I want you to enjoy this time because this was one of my very favorite interviews with one of my very favorite people. FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. How long have we been friends? Oh my God, who remembers now? I remember the day we met. Oh yeah, tell me about it. How did you feel? Oh, embarrassed, (laughs) mortified. Really? (laughs) Oh my God, you made such a scene. I like did. Even as I tell you this, I'm rubbing not my forehead. My style. <laughs> that scene is not, oh my God, whatever. I'm Sean Lee. I'm Patrice. And today on the Two Wild Orchids, I am spending time with one of my very best friends. Patrice is a celebrity stylist. He is a branding and image coach. He is a style interventionalist. And I know for sure because he interventions on me a lot. Like <laughs> I always tell people I'm fashion fucking disaster. Yes, you were. I was. You were. I'm getting better. Yeah, no, no, you come a long way. I mean, somebody called you a fashionista not too long ago. Oh, it was like the best day ever. There you go. All right, but as we have been friends, you could not pick two more opposite people when we first met. Because I, to me, whatever I wore was fine. And to Patrice, nothing I wore was fine. (laughs) Would that be fair? That would be fair, yeah. I mean, we'll, we can elaborate on that, but yeah, that's true. By all means, elaborate on how I was, I had really dark hair. I was sitting in a restaurant with a guy I did not know at a convention who decided to torture the poor waiter because he didn't wait on me first. Oh my God. Okay. The story I remember, the guy was not a gentleman. Here we are sitting, eight people, one girl only, you, and he takes the order from the end of the table just because he said that was practical. I'm French. We don't do that. (laughs) Who does that? <laughs> no one. You do that in France, you get crucified and thrown in a dungeon. And you forever. crucified this poor guy. Oh, good. And that was my introduction to Patrice. And we've been in love ever since. Wow. And something I said about your hair color. Oh my God. It wasn't even my hair color. You just said, she has to come be my guest because we have to do something with this. And then you did this little kind of stompy thing. And I remember saying to, to Jason, I was like, I think I saw that guy on Project Runway or somebody like him. (laughs) Jason said to me, that is the guy of Project Runway. And I went, oh. And from that moment on, I was massively intimidated. And then you were coming to my house and I was having a heart attack. Oh yeah, giving wine in colored glasses. God, you were such a baby back then. (laughs) But I have not bought colored glasses since. I'd like to go on the record of saying that. See, it works. It works. But I wanted to have you on my show specifically because... 
what you do seems so far removed from what I do for many people, right? Because you really do make sure that some of the most magnificent people in the world are put together in the very best possible way to have the best image that they can present. Celebrities, CEOs, executives, people who really have to show up in the world in, in a strong branding way seems like very different from what I do. Yes, because you look at the clothing, like, like the only part of the process where really it's all about understanding who you are in the core of you, your values, everything that represents you. And then you go to your closet and saying, all right, what is the goal of the day and how do I feel? And what are the signals I want to put on me to really display who I am from the core of me? Okay, let me just lay the scene here. One of my best friends in the world gets paid to dress people. People who have like lots and lots of money and lots and lots of style. I have his cell number. Hey, what am I going to wear? And he just, he like, it just didn't seem that hard. Just fucking tell me what to wear. But you wouldn't. You'd say, well, what's the purpose? How the fuck do I know? I want to go to dinner. Appearance is purpose. Branding is purpose. Branding is emotion. What the, the way you present yourself to the world is the emotional way of translating the way you feel into your appearance. Okay, so let's play with this in the bedroom for a minute. Mm -hmm. Because I remember my mom had no lingerie. Mm -hmm. And when I asked her about it, because, you know, when you're a teenager and you're growing up and stuff, I remember her saying, she said, I would put it on and feel ridiculous. So what do you think I thought? I thought growing up, I guess when we put on lingerie, we feel ridiculous. Because I, I, I didn't think that we, you could put it on and feel good. Yes. And, and more and more I'm running into women and I'm seeing that that's pretty common. Yes, you're comparing a time, a period of time where women were really the servant of men. Therefore, what they were doing is really dressing up in lingerie, like literally a Halloween costume because, oh, it's what he wants. Therefore, she never went through the process of it mentally, emotionally. She just said, oh, all right, he likes girls that are wearing this kind of thing or that kind of thing. Well, I guess I should, instead of going through and say, hey, how am I going to own it? How am I going to wear and feel like I look at the mirror and own the mirror, own my reflection, own what's on my body instead it was made for someone else? Therefore, well, that's bad branding right there because sexiness is branding. So there's two things that come to mind for me. Mm -hmm. The first one is when you talked about Halloween. Now, I have always said, you know, Halloween is like swing time for vanillas. All right. Now, you know, I've been non-monogamous for a while, but it seems like the only time monogamous people mm -hmm. wanted women particularly want to dress super sexy in, I don't know, uh, schoolgirl outfits or nursing outfits or Catwoman or whatever it is, is Halloween. Yes. But lifestylers, and, and I don't know if you know this, but lifestylers, costumes are part of every day. And so when I think about when I first started playing in the lifestyle and dressing up, I just followed what the other girls did. I never thought about whether or not it was the best fit for my body. And then I figured out I wasn't built like other people. Mm -hmm. and, and that would, that was a real challenge because then I would go in the bedroom and somebody else would put on a costume and they looked fucking amazeballs and I would put it on and feel fat and frumpy. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is true for women, whether they're in the lifestyle, whether it's Halloween or whether like, uh, you know, I've talked about, we've got some people that we know that are getting married that idea of how do you, how do you feel confident in that space? How do you find that branding if you don't know? Like I've had the benefit of you all these years. What do I tell somebody who doesn't? You have to feel good with yourself. This is where the journey begins. This is the thing. And that's why women in Halloween, people say, why are women wearing the most slutty outfits for Halloween? Well, because that's almost like 
the only time they could feel like I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and just do it. And no one will judge because suddenly I'm part of something because we are community driven. We are group driven. We relate like lifestylers. They all stick together because they have the mind. The mindset really is alike. And, and there is a connection and a communion in between all of that. So it's okay since all of us are doing it. So we can all dress slutty for this one night. And with lifestylers, we just, that's just what we do. But when we're talking about other people, so I'm with you only because I've been with you for so long and I've understood, like you put me through my paces on so many occasions about what my brand was that I didn't know because I I didn't know what I wanted it to be. If I didn't know who I was, which I didn't, and I thought I did, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know my brand, and I knew that I didn't know that. How could I possibly enter into an intimate space where I'm going to, I'm going to put on lingerie. I'm going to put on something sexy. I'm going to pretend to feel confident in it. How can I feel confident in that space? If I don't even know what the answers are, like, where do you give somebody that space of safety in themselves that says it's okay to feel this way? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, which is what I did with you to own your sexy because you have it all along. That's been your brand. And and there is an emotion to sexiness that we worked on. Oh my God, I did not want to be sexy. Like I did not want anything in the world. Yeah. So for lingerie, for instance, since it's a very foreign language, suddenly that you're speaking, start easy on you with bring a girlfriend with you. Bring somebody you trust in the lingerie shop. Now that's a point of departure that you feel, all right, now let me see what's going on. Mm, I like that. I like that a lot. Do you think there's a difference between the way men view their women in lingerie and the way women view themselves in lingerie? Oh, completely. Of course, there is a fantasy part on one end and the other is purely self-development, self-esteem. The moment you're wearing your lingerie, that should empower you. This is the time to feeling your body at best. And if you feel fearful, weird, strange, out of body, almost experience, well, how are you going in the bedroom to translate it into sexy, happy, fulfilled? You can't. No, you're going to show up awkward. Like I can feel myself being awkward right there as you describe that. Yes, of course, because you haven't gone through the process. And again, you're doing it for someone else. Therefore, well, none of the process of buying that lingerie, which should be fun because that is the fun part of it. But that's hmm. also the most revealing part of you knowing now I'm facing me in the mirror and how in touch am I with myself? How do I really feel about myself? How much do I love myself? So I think it's hard for women. I, I, can, I think I can speak pretty solidly on this. There's a lot of beautiful models on every magazine, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what your feeling is on any particular celebrity, the Kardashians, the Mm -hmm. Haley Berry, it doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. The point is for someone, these are their ideals. And then they look at themselves in the mirror. Like, here's the thing. Why didn't I want to be sexy? Because every girl I wanted to look like was built like Callista Flockhart, super skinny, super no boobs. I wanted to look like that blonde girl for so long that I thought, my natural gifts of, of, of lusciousness. My point is, is that if somebody doesn't know that there's a curtain there or a veil, like mm-hmm. you've been behind the curtain. Yes. Yes, of course. I'm and they all look fabulous all the time. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, they look fab, but do you think they feel fab? You know how many times I had to listen to models talking to me about their gain weight? And I mean, it's crazy. And I'm talking 
a girl who's six foot tall, 18, 19, 20 years old, who's thinking that she should have Botox and she should be losing a few pounds and maybe her nail shapes are not even good. That's all the time. Hmm. Now, what about practicing? I, like I think about if you're going to practice deep throating, okay? Because oh. I'm a sex show. You're welcome. That's right. <laughs> he Hello. just turned really red. <laughs> that was best. Okay, baby. <laughs> I know you're used to me saying that off camera, but this was like, that was great. If you're trying to learn how to deep throat, for example, I feel like the worst time that you could practice that is in the middle of doing it, right? Like you should be practicing with bananas and ketchup bottles and whatever you need to do to make sure you've got this down. Is it a matter of women making sure that their regular clothing reveals their brand so that it translates then into their bedroom clothing. No, the thing. Oh man, I thought that was yes. I just want to go on the record saying I thought I was getting an A. It was good, but you know, the process that you thought, I mean, the the way you did think it was good, but really the lingerie is the symbol of you coming out of the shower, getting into clothing. That is the moment of truth. That is the gap of time where putting clothing on, it's easier because now you're covering up. Mm. Where lingerie Mm. is actually displaying, highlighting. It's exposing, exactly. It's embracing either your curves or your flatness, whatever body type you have. So now this is the time to really saying, hey, do I love that? Or like you said, you were only thinking of somebody flatter or, you know, narrower or whatever the reason is. That boy shape of that straight shape, as you know, I'm built like, you know, an hourglass. That straight shape to me was always so much more attractive because it wasn't mine. Yeah. You're JLo body completely. Yeah. Yeah. JLo and Pamela Anderson. Yes. You're welcome. All right. So let's talk about something else because Mm -hmm. one of the challenges, and you know this, so my audience knows I'm non-monogamous yeah. and you know that I think that there's beautiful men and women everywhere. And I have some videos that I have taken with my lovers. Mm-hmm. Now I certainly don't post them anywhere because that's not what I do, but I don't feel like I look sexy in them. I feel like I look fat. I feel like the angles are wrong. I feel like my ass is too big. I feel like, I don't know, like invariably in all of the pictures and all of the videos and all of the times I've been in bed, particularly let's say with another woman and a guy, I always feel like I look fatter than she does. Mm -hmm. And I have a theory that it's angles. So how do we fix that when we're going to do like our own personal, like little sex movies? Okay. Before you get to that one detail, when you go to see a movie, why are you going to see a movie? To enjoy the movie. Okay. Uh, he gives me looks. I get such looks. Of course, because it's like, <laughs> what kind of answer is that? I don't know. Why do I go to the movie? Because I want to see the movie. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. How do you select your movie? By the trailers. Mm-hmm. And but, by the advertisements. Okay. All right. I'm really trying so. here. More so. Why would you choose a movie? Oh, because the people in it. Mm, that's getting closer. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Do you see how many of these? This is my life. Okay. I just want everyone to just pause. This is my life. You should try asking what you're going to wear to dinner on a Saturday night. I don't know why I go to the movie. Yes, you do. I guess the, I don't, I don't know. I the don't genre. Know. Oh, the genre. The genre. Well, I knew that, but I didn't think that was the answer. Oh, what? Uh, but, I right. didn't. But keep okay, going. Good. So now we have the movie scene. And what makes that scene? When you look at the overall, what creates the scene? How do you know what you're watching from what? I guess the chemistry, the energy, the people, the... It's good. Yes. The mood. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, we did mood boards once. I remember this game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But in that case, mood. Yeah. It's first is the mood you want to bring. 
Because like you said, actually earlier, do you do this, uh, you know, this homemade movie for yourself? Are you going to sell it? Are you going to share it on social media? Oh, no, no. It's for me. It's for me okay. and for my partner. All right. No, it, you know, it could also depend on that. So that's first. Then saying the angle. Yes, and the angle will have a big difference. But now what do you want to remember of that scene? Okay, so I just want to, because you and I went down some paths, I want to make sure I'm clear. So you're saying mm -hmm. that when I sit down or mm -hmm. choose to do a, mm -hmm. a sexy movie with someone I love or mm -hmm. care about, mm -hmm. that I need to think about, A, what I'm feeling in that moment before we do it, and B, what I want to get out of that scene. Exactly. Now you're getting there. Do you want raunchy? Do you want soft and, and gentle? Is it the part where it's the foreplay or is it the part you're right in the middle? Maybe you want the intensity of the sweat and everything. Now you're going to change the, the camera angle, not just the angle, but you're going to get a lot closer. It's almost work now because if you really want to do that, now you're going to approach the camera closer to connect with the emotion or the raunchiness or really what you were feeling at that very moment that's why the mood mm. is very important to determine before we can get even any further with camera angles and lighting it's about knowing hey what do you want to remember what do i want to feel when i watch it it's just the same as a movie am i more rom-com am i more sci-fi i like edgy crazy i like maybe more of a cartel because i like the killing the shooting the sound of the bullets same thing here. It's the same exact thing. It's home movie and it's just for yourself, but it doesn't matter. Mm. The emotion is the brand of what you're doing. And therefore you need to determine what is, when you close your eyes, just even listening to the sound of it, how does that make you feel? Oh my God. I'm so glad you said that because what, I, what was going on for me was, um, I really love audio porn, like video porn. I like, I really love audio porn. And I love to listen to my partners when they're having sex with someone else. To me, that's like the hottest stuff going. But I have situations where I have certain recordings and every time I hear those recordings, like I'm immediately wet. And then another time I'll hear a different recording and I, I feel nothing, nothing. It's like there's no passion between them. And so I didn't consider that that's what shows up in the movie as well. Because like you and I watched a couple of clips today in preparation of this. Mm -hmm. And so there was passion between those, those people that we were watching. And I think that's what struck me. I didn't realize that. I just assumed it was the angle of her ass. Not at all. It was the way it was presented. Just the same way as a meal comes on the table. You want to look at the plate. Is it colorful? Is it minimalist? Is it fill and full and it looks like homemade cooking? That's the same thing. Hmm. So it's interesting because as we, as we evolved in this conversation where we started with, you know, Halloween and, and wearing lingerie, mm -hmm. you're saying that if I had shown up in that space of lingerie, feeling sexy, feeling sensual, embracing my sexy, embracing this JLo Pamela Anderson thing I got going on, then when I did those videos, I would have felt, because, because I promise you, I didn't approach those videos that way. But when I approach them next time, hear that lovers? When I approach them next time, I bet you it'll be different because I come different. Huh. All this time I've been hanging out with you. How do I not know this? Because you didn't ask me the question and I would have gone really deep. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> you always go deep with me. <laughs> oh, That's what daddy likes. Oh my God. All right. So if somebody, because you have so much knowledge and when we're, whether we're talking about sex or lingerie or really getting somebody to help understand their own 
Like I didn't know what branding meant and I didn't realize that it had an impact on my personal life, but it, it absolutely did. Of course. And as I do the things now in business, I'm, I'm so protective of it. Mm-hmm. Like I had a conversation with someone recently and I was like, I, I've worked too hard to get here. Like, you're not going to affect my brand. You're not going to just try to distract me. I don't think people realize, and maybe you can speak to this, how important your personal branding is for your personal life. Oh, of course. Branding impacts all areas of your life. The way you present yourself, your body posture, your voice pitch, everything about you is going to impact what's happening next. You, whether you're going, and that's the thing people need to understand, whether you need to be sexy in a room filled with people, or you're going to a business meeting, or you're going and just on a regular romantic date. The principle is the same. A job interview is the same. It's what signals do you send out, what you wear, do you own your space, the way you carry yourself, do you, are you fully present in the moment with what you're wearing, sending out all the signals and the clues of your life story, because everything you wear is your life story. And even just your skin is your life story, because naked, you own your space, therefore you're in tune with yourself. So- what was coming up for me is as you, I used to be CEO, as you know, this bit, mm-hmm. so the audience is up. I was such a hard edged being when we met, you know, that mm-hmm. that the idea of softening into my own sexiness meant for me that I wasn't as powerful in the boardroom. I wasn't as powerful at work, but through all of our time together, what you taught me was that allowing that to come forward made me even more powerful in that space because I didn't feel like I had to, to fill in holes that I didn't have. Does that yes. make sense? Yes, of course. So I, I just want to encourage women as, as, you're, as you're putting this together in your mind, and I know we've got lots of pieces for you, is the idea that if you're showing up hard and you don't feel hard, maybe you're not supposed to be hard. Of course it makes sense. How can you, how can the outcome be good? If you come with a mindset of doubt, of insecurity, of self-like mutilation, because that's really what it is. Love attraction has his, it's part of branding. It's part of, if you emulate that insecure person, the person across is going to receive it because everything is vibration. And now we're talking, I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. the, the discussion now is getting higher in, you know, but it's really about what you're sending out to receive back. It's all about that and naked or not, this is the same principle. It's two human beings or more, but it's actually even the more they are, the more attention you should need, you should give that vibration because you really want to know that, hey, if I can't insecure in that room where everybody is having fun, I'm becoming Davy Downer. I'm that- It's horrible. I've been that girl. <laughs> okay. And what did you do about it? Oh my God. So um, I just finished that jealousy class last Saturday mm-hmm. where I was giving people strategies for that reason because I was the Debbie Downer girl. I was the girl barely holding my shit together. And that's a terrible place to live. And everybody notices it. You might think nobody notices it. Like I didn't even know how insecure I was in myself until you showed me. I mean, I had no idea. I thought I was fine. And then you said, let's do something with this hair. (laughs) And that was the beginning of the slippery slope. (laughs) Well, and because you never gave me the answer. I hated that. And I think that's true of, of most people. We just expect when we walk into Victoria's Secret or Nordstrom's or wherever it is you're shopping, When you ask the girl, what am I going to wear? How the hell does she know? I think that's where you come in, isn't it? Yes. It's asking, okay, when your kid came to you as a little kid or asking for help with homework, 
Oh, mommy, I have an equation. What is the solution? Did you give the solution? No, no, of course not. What did you do? I, we worked it out together. We sat down and we worked it out together because okay. I didn't feel like it was my job to give him the answer. Okay. What do you think branding is all about? Is oh. it a quick fix? I thought it was. I can honestly say that when I met you and learned what you did, I really thought branding was a quick fix. And I was lucky because I had you, which I am, but you were just going to give me the answers, problem solved, and I can go back down my life. And that was the furthest thing that happened. Yeah, this is the problem with human beings. You see, the quick fix is always something. Why do people do, uh, you know, financial crime? Because they think, oh, please, who wants to work for 30 years and building a life of retirement when I can do a quick one and, hey, whether it's a bank robbery, whatever the case is, same thing. Oh, I gained a lot of weight. Ooh, you know, what am I going to do? Ooh, is there a pill? Oh, yeah, great. Okay, oh, lipo. Yeah, got it. Fix it. Instead of saying, hey, I'm going to put the time to the gym. Every day I'm going to run for 30, 40, 50 minutes. Oh, my diet needs to be on point. Oh, I need to go to bed maybe a little earlier. Maybe alcohol, I should cut on that and having more of a healthy life. This Ooh. is it. And this is what human beings do. So you're saying pay attention to ourselves first. Of course, that's why people and people, everyone hiring me think I'm the wardrobe solution to their problem until I realizing, did. yes, and everybody does. This is the thing. And when I tell them in nine weeks together, one-on-one, -on -one, it's only going to be probably 20% of the experience. They're like, what? What do you mean? And they think branding is your appearance, it's the logo on your business card, it's maybe the web design that you have chosen. No, branding is from the moment you come out of the shower, you do it every single day. And this is the thing, people are not aware, but they are brand as themselves, as who they are, because a brand is an emotion, is what you transmit and translate into what you wear. And that's why it's really important to knowing that sexy is a brand. And that's why you needed that to knowing that your skin, that's the point of where you start everything. So I would never in another life have believed you. I want you to know that. Had we not had all these countless conversations, because I agree with you. I think nine weeks is a short time, but I know that in nine weeks, you can set a foundation that will send someone forever. Like I know that because I've spent time with you. But I will say this, that once I made a decision to stop fighting my nature, like I said earlier, it has impacted every decision I've made, every piece of, like, look at me. Like in the past, Patrice will tell you that my life was spent in t-shirts and oh shorts. God. I lived a lot in t-shirt and shorts. It should have been a felony. <laughs> Baggy t-shirts, no less. But I'm wearing a dress, actually. I'm like wearing a sexy dress because once I made that decision to accept that that part of myself just was what it was and fighting myself hurt worse, than allowing it to come forward. Now, every, everything I've purchased, everything I, I've, I've talked to you about has been in that alignment with that. Mm -hmm. So I know for sure it's translated in the bedroom because I'm playing with more partners now. I'm having more orgasms now. I'm doing all of the things that I knew I wanted to do, but I don't know that I would have done that without the right brand. You wouldn't. Who knew? You wouldn't. Who knew? If Seriously. you're not in peace with the core of you, there is nothing else that can come from it. What impact can you bring to the world if everything you do, you're doing it in a doubtful way? If you question yourself, second guess yourself all the time. It's like being at war with yourself. 
Of course it is. That's exactly what it is. That's what branding is all about. Knowing that inner peace to work on that inner peace and then everything comes later because now you're working because it's a step-by-step process. You're right. Nine weeks is the foundation I give my clients. But we have always then, you know, every so often we meet again because of course we creature of habits and we go back, bad habits, old habits, whatever you want to call them, you'll go back to them. In order to build that foundation, you need to really be in check regularly. So you're saying, I want to repeat what I heard. Mm -hmm. You're saying that if people knew their brand, they could alleviate some of that internal war. Oh my God. It's like the solution to that. It is the mighty solution. It's the God sent solution. I will tell you, it feels that way to me. That's why as you were talking, I was like, I'll buy that because I know that not feeling sexy didn't serve me. Feeling frumpy didn't serve me. Uh, trying to be super professional didn't serve me. Like none of that fit. Right. And I remember you said to me, your brand is sexy. You know, no, it's not. <laughs> of course, because you were not there yet in that journey. You were not near. No, there. I was denying it. I love you so much. Okay. So if somebody wants mm-hmm. to hear more from you, I know you have your first book, Mind Your Hair, and now you have a new book coming out. Yes. Oh yes, I do. Are you excited? Oh my God. Five years of love and data and passion and oh god and everything in between <laughs> sexy i'm just saying uh because you're sexy like you're like i don't know what you th- what do you think your brand is let me ask a question here because i've never asked this before yeah that's true you never did actually it took me a long time that's funny people used to tell me i mean they do <laughs> no they always do i'm sorry but <laughs> they'll tell me you know like i remember because i was a very insecure kid i was I mean, I was scared of my own shadow and it really, I carried that for a long time until I came actually to the U S and thankfully I came young and people were like, Oh my God, you're so handsome. You're so hot. You're sexy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So what's your brand there? Stud muffin. And then now, but my brand is really empowerment. I'm loving the impact I'm leaving on the world. I want this legacy of helping others. I've always loved that. That's why I love superheroes, you know, Marvel heroes, DC comics, they have a mission, vision, and purpose where they go out there to helping others. And that's really what I love doing. And not because I used to do it to forget about myself because by having my attention elsewhere, it didn't, that way I felt like I didn't have to deal with the inside of me. Until little by little, I dealt with it. Well, that really happened when I lost everything and that's when it was really my turning point. When you use the Marvel example, Uh if I look at... I don't, the Hulk. Let's just like picking somebody off my head. Okay. The Hulk is absolutely all about smash. Like he's going to smash. That's his, that's what he does. Right. But if I look at what I feel like his brand is, his brand is this giant protector. Okay. So if what you do is empower, mm-hmm. which in my brain, I'm, I'm likening to his version of smash. Mm-hmm. If the Hulk smashes is what he does, mm-hmm. but his brand is protector. Yes. And you, what you do is empower than your brand is. Is actually really protecting people as well by building their inner self. I'm helping you to protect yourself. It's becoming your shield. All right. I can buy that. That's what I wanted to know. Huh. Okay. All right. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you. Yes. Don't call me for him. I don't give his number out except if you pay me well. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Everything has a price. A client of mine many years ago made me, re- I mean, she reminded me of that, which was great actually, because I'm like, me? Oh my God. So when you get offers for my phone number, the answer is no. 
Yeah. It's just, <laughs> just yeah, kidding. it needs to be in the millions. It's all right. <laughs> all right. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do that? All right. So you can go on imageimpactindex.com and you know, there's got to be forums and questions and answers. So you can join me at any time on Facebook, Patrice Bizio. And I'm here. I'm here to build a community. I'm here to help you. I'm, I'm really here to serve. And when people say that often, it's like, oh, whatever. I am. I really love to doing that. So any questions, by the way, there is no stupid questions. People There's think, not. oh my God, uh, I have a question. It's a stupid question because your question is another thousand women out there or men that would love to ask that question, but they just don't feel comfortable enough to ask. So please do so. I'm here to help any way I can and answer your questions. All right. Well, I will link uh, Patrice's website and anything else that he needs for Facebook or anything else to get to you. I will link it in the show notes. But as you were talking about questions, I came up with this great quote and I actually had to look and see if it was mine, but it's mine. Ready? It is. A stupid man asks no question. A wise man knows no answers. Oh, baby. Right. Not that's just hot. a pretty face. I know. That's so hot. All right. As we get out of here today, Patrice, thank you so much for coming. Uh, we usually play. We never get to play as much as we get to do today. I know. Today, look at that. We took it to the next level. You see, that's branding right there. Stepping out of the comfort zone and one step further, higher, upper. Go take your clothes off. We'll talk about stepping out okay, of your comfort baby. zone. <laughs> All right, you guys, as we get out of here today until next week, I'm going to do me. You're going to do you. And together, especially with no Knowing who, who we are and what our brand is with our friend Patrice, we're all going to do a fabulous ass.